So I guess I just wanted to take some time to explain what happened over the past couple months because I realized that I was in Maine for 21 years uh, and suddenly I, I just vanished. And uh, I mean, I posted it on Facebook, so I guess most people know what happened. But for the people that don't know what happened, and also for people who are new to this podcast, I thought it'd be fun and, and interesting to explain how a 21-year-old self-taught web developer ended up from Maine to Texas, uh, and somehow that all happened in about a span of only a couple of weeks. Um, I didn't know that this was even possible, but I guess if you have a little bit of money, some chutzpah, and as the Jewish say, and, uh, and just a little bit of insanity, you can really make it work. So what happened was somebody tagged me in a Facebook post. It was like a web developers uh, group. And they were tagging me in somebody's post that was asking for a, like a web developer and also videographers for the company Texas Pride Trailers. Can I say that? I don't, I don't even know. Um, I'm just gonna hope that they don't fire me or sue me, but I guess free promotion, right? So it's not really that bad. Anyway, um, Texas Pride Trailers was hiring a web developer slash some videographers and that sort of work. So I made a comment and sent him some of the websites I'd done. We got in contact. Uh, that happened, you know, some back and forth kind of, I think you're good for the job, you know, here's some details. That happened for a couple of weeks. And then uh, the plan was that I would get there after New Year's uh, and then I'd get there in February. But as things kind of rolled along, this was in the end of November, um, I started to get the feeling that they were needing me a little bit faster, which was a good feeling, but also a not good feeling because I really didn't want to leave before Christmas and New Year's because I'm a part of a worship collective. I guess I'm, I hope I'm still a part of them. I'm sure Isaac would be okay with me still being a part of them. Anyways, um, I am a part of a worship team collective of people from multiple different church denominations and we travel to different churches and basically just lead multi-denominational, uh, multi-generational, um, you know, people in worship. Um, and that was what I was a part of for about mm, five months or so. And we had planned this big New Year's Eve celebration sort of uh, service at this really beautiful big church and it was going to be an awesome event that was happening on new year's eve uh i believe and so when this guy was like hey we're gonna need you to come a lot sooner um two weeks which was about three weeks no that was about oh uh a couple weeks before New Year's. 
And I was like, man, I was really looking forward to that. And he was like, well, you could fly, but then you'd have to fly back in a day to get to work because New Year's is on, I think it was a Monday or Tuesday, but then you'd have to work on the next day. So, you know, and you have to work at eight o'clock in the morning. And I was like, well, that's not happening, but I do have a family. Oh, that's another thing. <laughs> With my family, uh, I have a, a daughter that's uh, 14 months old and I have a beautiful wife. Uh, we actually lived in my parents' basement, which was not the best situation. Um, mostly because of just, I mean, just living in a basement's not that fun. It's kind of cramped. It's basically like if you try to put a whole house, kind of imagine that, but just like in a basement, like one, not just the basement, like one room in the basement. That's pretty. It was. It was honestly like my blunder, I suppose, because I was broke. And like Maine is really hard to live, because you really gotta make a lot of money to kind of like be well off. And what a lot of young people would do is they'll just get like two or three roommates and like split the rent. One person's like on the couch, the other three people or two people are in the other room and so you got this weird like i guess tribe dynamic but when you have a kid like a baby it just makes it so much harder to do because you're you know at some point you're just gonna tick off all your friends all your roommates so we were like that's just not gonna work so we were trying to save up to be able to get our own apartment which again it's very difficult to do that so we basically were just like eh we'll just save some money we'll see where it goes but that's when this job kind of came out of nowhere and I was like okay this is something that first of all I'm a Christian so I was like we need to pray about this uh and so we prayed and uh after like after a little while um of praying I suppose um we were just like I know that this is what God wants you know I know that this is just God's provision and so we decided I think yeah no I don't think I know we need to do this so we did um we planned to move to Texas from Maine um we had um some money saved up um and we basically (laughs) packed all of our stuff it's amazing how this worked we packed all of our stuff into a uh ford fusion uh hybrid 2014 ford fusion hybrid and put like one of those weird uh metal um it's almost like a hitch mounted uh carrying thing thing bobber and basically we just put like four totes on that on that I really don't know why I can't think of the name of this thing but anyways um for anyone who wants pictures I guess you could I could just send that's you know I'm just gonna stop there that just sounds weird I'll just you know I'll just post a picture if I have one on my Instagram um by the way you can find my Instagram at Brandon Dithberry yeah super easy but also not because my name's weird anyways Um, Yeah, we had this carrying thing, basically attached that to the back of my Ford Fusion, 
packed all of the stuff. Well, for the most part, most of the stuff in my basement bedroom, also living room, slightly kitchen thing uh, into that car and just took off. Um, and in three days, uh, a couple of hotel stays, and uh, we were there. And it um, really was a sh- kind of a shock because I had never been to Texas in my life. Um, so we basically traveled like all the way across the United States and got to a place we just had no idea about. Um, <laughs> although I did think that there would be, like I had this weird like, tumbleweeds are gonna be rolling around it's gonna be a lot of dirt and uh scorpions and uh spiders um which i have a a funny spider story to tell you guys about at some point but um that's for later uh anywho um you know we got there and it was not at all what I was expecting. It's actually quite beautiful. Um, you know, the roads are really smooth, uh, super smooth. And you could drive 75 on these roads, which is like not usual in Maine. Like 55 is the max on, on highways, um, because it's Maine and they're really not that straight, but at the same time, they kind of are. Um, but I think people are just like scared to drive fast in Maine somewhat but I mean there's also the 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 ice and there's like the rain and the weather climate is just kind of like we are really gonna make this hard for you to live in that's kind of what Maine is so I think that's probably why you can't drive that fast on road but that's a stupid tangent let me just get back to the story um so we get there beautiful there's trees and there's hills so it's not just some flat sand land with scorpions i actually have not seen one scorpion i think it's mostly because we're in the northern region of texas uh and i heard that in like towards the southwest side of texas is where you get that deserty look uh thank god i'm not in that area because i don't know how i'd handle that also i don't want scorpions in my boots um but anyway yeah so it was kind of a, it was a fun ride. Not really. I really hate car trips. I, I hate road trips. Um, but we made it. My wife was a trooper. She drove most of the way because I was literally just stressed out. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of a baby. I was like really stressed out about the budget and, oh, my new job. Like they're probably gonna hate me and all that stuff. But it ended up working out really great. Um, you know, God provided, we got an apartment super, super fast and easy before we drove there, by the way, we didn't just like get there and like popped into an apartment complex and was like, here's some money. Give me an apartment. We actually like, it actually worked out pretty well because we had called only a few days before we had to leave. And, uh, at Rolling Brook Apartments, like, I don't think that's their handle, but, but, uh, yeah, this place is awesome, like, they literally gave us a FaceTime tour of the, of the apartment that we would be living in, and they also were like, you know, you're coming from Maine and moving to Texas, so we're just gonna waive that deposit fee, uh, and it wasn't, like, fully waived, it was just a lot was waived, so to move in, it was very cheap, 
um which is like another thing where we were like man texas who would have thunk it it's actually really cheap and it is if you go to kroger like oh that place is amazing they have this thing called kroger i don't remember but it's like this kroger plus thing where if you're like a member it's free uh no like strings attached but you can get like amazing deals on food from Kroger. i sound like such a tourist because i'm just like i've never been to texas and oh if you go to these places you can get a deal because that is me um so don't judge me but at the same time kroger is amazing and you should do it because it like literally if you're using self-checkout you just like scan a bunch of stuff which can get really annoying because you have to always scan and put it in the bag and it will tell you because it can tell if you haven't put it in the bag it's one of the most frustrating things but when you get to the end of it you scan that kroger plus thing ember card and then this green thing pops up with everything that is basically discounted because you are a premium plus member and it literally just gives you all these discounts and just stacks them all up and you can see it all happening and you're just like man and then you like save like tons of money anyway if you live in this area you should try it it's really fun um i made the mistake of scanning it first and every time you scan something it'll like wait a while and then pop up with the discount and then it's like every single thing it does that with so quick tip if you've just moved to texas and you've just signed up for a kroger card make sure you put that card through at the very end it's it's my gift of knowledge to you uh anyway that's so off t- topic um so yeah uh we got here and uh stay tuned because the next thing i'll be talking about is moving from a creative lifestyle of freedom and where I work from home. Um, I had a couple of like odd jobs here and there that were really like weird. I'll get into that later, uh, another time. Um, but basically, um, you know, we got here, everything kind of worked out. Um, you know, I started my job and I think that's where I want to bring it next for the next podcast is my new job, new sort of work environment, like corporate, not necessarily corporate, but very businessy lifestyle and being able to have that creative freedom. And like when I was in Maine, but then coming to Texas, like I didn't, I don't necessarily have that same, you know, creative freedom as a web developer and, uh, and a designer. And I'll get into that with other podcasts. So there's a lot of things that I want to get into that I think would be interesting and uh, we'll get into those. But anyways, I've said we're, we're going to get into so many different podcasts so many times. So you're probably like, hey, bye. So I'm going to say bye and I love you. Thanks for listening to this podcast. By the way, quick side note, quick advertisement. My bud, Tommy Dahlberg, he's a bestie has an amazing podcast about um just kind of mental health and bettering yourself check out that podcast it's called strength through vulnerability um just try to find it he's an amazing guy uh just wanted to give him a shout out real quick but anyways thank you so much for listening love you please come back for the next one all right bye 
<laughs> I just ended that like it was like it was literally uh, like a phone call. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for listening. Hey, it's Brandon. Thank you for tuning in to the Real Creative Podcast. I'm so excited. Um, I haven't recorded a podcast in like a couple of weeks, and uh, I apologize for that. I know a lot of people, they do like a podcast a week, but it's just been so crazy. Um, I've been working on a website for Texas Pride Trailers, and that's going live soon. So I'm really excited for that. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, it, everything works to plan. And and so I've just been kind of like stressed out and focusing on that. That's why I haven't done a podcast. Um, but we're here now. And so, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready to share some new things with you. Um, if I sound really tired and sound different than the last podcast, um, I probably either had a lot of coffee before I made that podcast or I just was stoked to be using Anchor and, and to be making a podcast because that was my first podcast. So if I sound different, I'm, I apologize. It's been a really tiring past couple weeks. So, um, but without further ado, uh, but actually before I say anything, I just want to give another shout out to my, my boy, Tommy Dahlberg. Um, he has a, an amazing podcast. It's called Strength Through Vulnerability. And Tommy just talks about really important tips on how to better your life uh, emotionally and mentally and, and even physically. Um, but he just has some really great tips on Strength Through Vulnerability. Uh, it's definitely worth your time. I know you're, you're going to learn something new. I did. So um, I would appreciate it. And I'm sure Tommy would appreciate it if you went and listened to Strength Through Vulnerability. Um, but I digress. Um, so in this podcast, what I want to talk about is a little bit more into how I got my job and also what I do in my job. And then I want to weave in another theme here with, uh, something like a, almost like a life tip for the creatives listening to this podcast. And, and even for people who aren't creative, um, uh, I think that this will be a great episode for you. Um, so how I got my job uh, was very odd um, and it really has to give, I have to give credit to God because if it wasn't for my prayer and it wasn't for, you know, the godly people in my life supporting this, um, I would not be here in Texas. Um, and so uh, I just want to give a thank you to, uh, to Kiefer, my, my manager and, uh, for encouraging me to take this job and also um, for, you know, just giving me this opportunity, but also for the people who supported me, like my friends who um, were just, you know, they weren't selfish about this and they just said, man, we'll pray with you. Um, and we are, we're on your side, you know, we're, we're supporting you in this. Um, and so, you know, it's been a crazy journey, but we're here and, uh, and I'm so thankful for God and, and for my friends. Um, but when I was going to try to get this job or when I was kind of in that process, um, I talked extensively with Kiefer on the phone. Uh, we had a lot of conversations so that I could clear the air and try to figure out um, if this was a viable thing, you know, if, if it was even possible for my family to make this move. Um, and so I just... I remember calling him and, and saying, you know, you're a Christian. Um, do you feel like this is the right thing? Like this is God's plan. And and what Kiefer 
to paraphrase what Kiefer said, he, he kind of said, I can't make the decision for you. I can't necessarily say like 100%, but I do believe that this is like, that God is orchestrating this and, and that he definitely is, is behind this because I just feel like I know that you're the right person for this job. You're a Christian guy. You're a great guy. This is Kiefer talking. And, and he's saying, I know that you'd be really good fit for this job. So, you know, it, it seems to me like God has kind of put each other in each other's paths. So I said, well, okay, so that's good to know. And so I ended that conversation and I just remember just praying. And I remember hearing so clearly God just say, go. Um, and I just thought to myself, well, like, I can't really argue with that. Like, if God's telling me to go, then I, I need to go. So God really can be, you know, take the credit for me going from Maine to Texas. Um, and after that, um, we really need to figure out how to, um, you know, get the the place, the apartment. And I think I told you guys in the last one that, you know, God just blessed us and gave us an apartment and um, everything just worked out absolutely perfectly. And so when I got to the job, it wasn't, it wasn't exactly what I was expecting. Um, you know, we work in this kind of, uh, I wouldn't call it like a shed, but it, it's like we work in a warehouse and inside that warehouse is like a building, like a built out area, uh, where we work. And so like, it wasn't exactly, I thought we were going to be working in like a building with, you know, that's like a dedicated office building, that sort of ordeal. Um, and so that was the first thing that I was like, oh, that kind of shocked me a little bit. Um, and regardless of that, um, we ended up, you know, getting like Macs. And so that was awesome. Um, I ended up switching from PC to Mac in like less than a couple weeks because I realized like this is actually way better than PC. And it's not because like I don't not like PC. It's because the workflow is just faster on a Mac. Um, it's just it's more um, simple and the interface is just more usable, I suppose. And there's just these like features between machines where you can like copy and paste and just the compatibility and um, the continuity is really what makes, you know, Mac so great. And, uh, and so I ended up trading my Mac, uh, my Microsoft, <laughs> my Microsoft Surface, uh, my Surface Pro 7 for um, a MacBook Pro. And, uh, I honestly, I wouldn't go back because, uh, I didn't really use the touchscreen all too often. Um, and when I did use the touchscreen, I found that I was actually slowing myself down. So it really was worth it to, to switch over. Um, so that was one of the first big changes that I encountered starting this job was, you know, switching from PC to Mac. Um, and then another thing was, um, my, my workflow, which was, um, I, I was used to being in an environment where I could make my own hours. Like I could choose when I wanted to work and when I didn't want to work. Um, with this job, it was an eight to five. And so I had to work consistently for, you know, we got a hour, half an hour lunch break. But apart from that, I actually had to switch from having an, a lifestyle of immense freedom uh, and creativity to be able to, you know, do whatever I wanted during the day. And then if I wanted to work, I would work. And of course, I usually had work. So I would choose my part of the day that I would get work done. 
Um, and so switching to this like eight to five lifestyle, it actually was really good for me because it, I get more done. I have like set time to do what I need to do. And then after that, I can either focus on other projects that I have or, you know, just hang out with my family and stuff. So it was actually a really nice change. Um, and so that was one side of things. Um, being a creative, it's really easy to get sidetracked. And I think not having set hours was a really like tough thing for me as a creative person because I would find myself getting just sidetracked with all these different things that I wanted to do. And I was never really focused on what I had to do. So I'd end up finishing projects later than I, than I should have. Um, but having this kind of eight to five lifestyle, I can get more done and be more focused. Um, but what I found was that the, like that kind of mentality that I had before started creeping into working at Texas pride. And I remember Kiefer just saying like, dude, you get like really sidetracked with things that aren't necessary at the moment. And so it takes time out of what is necessary and you really need to focus on what we need to get accomplished. And him saying that, I was like, wow, like that actually makes a lot of sense. And I did notice that. Um, yeah, those things were like necessary. Um, the things that I did had to do with like making changes to um, uh, the template we were working with and like kind of optimizing that. But there's other things that we needed to accomplish on the website. It was more important for us to focus on that than just making little tweaks of styling and certain things like that. Um, and so he made a good point and I've, I've really taken that to heart and just hearing that it really got me to think. And I was like, how much in our life do we really do that in the grand scheme of our life? Um, there's just things that we focus on and maybe it's even our jobs where we want to accomplish something in our life and we focus so much on the job that we're doing, but it's not even what we want to do with our life. Like, for instance, um, I wanted to be like, you know, have my own agency and have like, you know, a company almost of web design and, and uh, video and all that stuff. And then I also wanted to start my own coffee business. And I'll get into the coffee business in a future uh, podcast. But for right now, just for, you know, the sake of time, um, I've always wanted to start my own coffee business that that had a purpose. And so 